Hey family, again, if you haven't checked this out, book coming out at the end of this month, if you're just not watching it, if you're, if you're past July, then the link should be in the description. Again, book is coming out, The Magnetic Project Manager. What's one thing that you should know about it? Really understanding how to communicate effectively. All right, let's jump into today's uh, episode. Welcome back family, this is your boy ED. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there that listen, that just simply means that today's episode is entitled, questions to ask a project manager mentor again questions to ask a project manager mentor let me ask you one question for you though family imagine having a project mentor, management mentor who really start who can hold you accountable and unlock your full potential would you like that well stay along with me so we can make sure you ask the right probing questions to your project me uh, mentor first point as you know i have a seven point framework first first point what led you in a career of project management? This is an excellent question to ask the um, mentor that is mentoring you. <laughs> no, that was a lot. Mentor. I guess if the cat, okay, never mind. If Sally went to the seashore by the seashells, the, okay. Anyway, but no, seriously, what led your career in project management? You said, well, um, like if someone was asking me that question, well, what led your career in project management? Uh, and I would answer, well, I accidentally fell into project management. Uh, I was watching a gentleman that, who uh, I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, he was always in and out the office a lot. And I love that because I was like, man, you mean I don't have to sit here in my cube and just be stationary? This was, and I was like, I want to know more about this. And so I started talking to him. He's like, yeah, I'm a construction project manager. I was like, oh, awesome. I was like, so how does this work? And he started showing me at that time. I didn't know what he was. So he's like, this is the, this is the Microsoft project schedule. And I was like, okay. And he was just showing me different artifacts and things. And I was like, huh? He was like, would you be interested in, in um, shadowing me? I'm gonna, I'm, be, I'm gonna be driving down to San Antonio to check on one of the facilities to see how it's coming along, and I'll have all these things, and you can just watch me live if it's okay with your manager. See, so I want to talk to my manager. I said, hey, I think this is what I want to do next. So is it okay if I go shadow uh, the person? That's another key point. I didn't even have that prepared, but shadowing someone that is already a project manager gives you an opportunity to see if this is something you want to do. I would hate for you to jump into this beautiful career, this, this thing that we call project management and you not love it because you didn't get a chance to see behind the scenes, all right? So again, um, answering that question, of what led you into project management, you get a chance to explore their journey like I shared my journey with you. You get to see insights, what kept them motivated, what are some of the experiences, good or bad, um, that happened along the way and what sparked that, pot, that passion for project management. Point number two, what are essential skills and traits for successful project managers? Again, these are questions you should ask or I recommend that you ask your project mentor. Well. First of all, what you want to understand is about the skill set is what would what would you know what makes a successful or what we talk about here an exceptional exceptional project manager? What that is is communication, uh, collaboration, uh, being able to have a adaptable mindset or even a growth mindset. Because family, each time you get a project, it's going to be new. Is as we understand, it, it a project has a temporary endeavor. It doesn't go on and on and on forever. I know there's some projects that that do but that's not really a truly uh project but i digress so just basically understanding the skill sets that is required to be a, a successful excuse me exceptional uh project manager you want to ask those that type of question 
question number three you want to ask our, um, your project mentor is how do you approach project planning and organization? That is huge because everyone has their different ways uh, of how they approach uh, the planning aspect and then once everything is planned how do you go about organizing it to make sure that it makes sense to your end user uh, make sure excuse me I, I said end user yeah your end user and your stakeholders uh, and what 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 type of tactics and strategies are you using when you're going along planning and and how are you making sure everyone's staying organized and on top of tasks like walk me through that and again this is these are really deep insights that allow you to have a, a much greater success in this thing we call project management. Uh, and point number four or question number four that you can ask, what strategies do you use for effective stakeholder management? Let me tell you something, family. Without people, you can, without people project managers could not have the success that they have. People really help drive the project, meaning that they, you have subject matter experts or SMEs, what we call them. We have people that are just literally, you need that, that collaboration, that functionality to be able to work together as a team. And you have to find out what are their communication styles. I shared that in another video where most people just send emails and be done with it. They won't follow up. They won't even find out what happened. They don't ask the question why. What they what they do is like, well, I did it, so they should they should have gotten back to me by now. No, use every use every piece of communication tool, or I should say. Um, vehicle to communicate as possible. If you got to pick up the phone, if you got to if you got to connect with them in chat, if you got to send double, triple email, leverage everything, family. Just don't get stuck on one. So you can be, so you can have a more effective strategy when it comes to stakeholder management. Let's go on to question number five, or what I call my framework point number five. How do you handle project risk and challenges? Let me say this to you, family. Um, I would rather work with somebody that's been through something than somebody that's never been through anything. What, what do you mean there, Ed? Well, when someone has never been through something, they're quicker to walk away. They're quicker to run away. They're quicker to put on the, their shoes and get up on up out of here, as my grandma would say. But it doesn't even, um, versus somebody that has been through something, they have a little bit more, um, I'll call it staying power. When they've been through something, they got a little bit more of, well, okay, it's sort of like a, a cut, like uh, you put a Band-Aid on it and then it, you know, it heals, but you still have that cut there unless you use some cocoa butter or, okay, I'm just messing with you. But anyway, family, the point I'm trying to make is being able, um, point number five, being able to understand how that project manager handles risk and challenges will tell you a lot about that project manager. Do they get, uh, you know, do, do they panic? Do they, you know, do they tell, you know, do they talk about everybody behind their back? You know, I always told you, this has been my motto when I learned it, I, and I still don't know who said this. I would rather stab you in, your, in, in, in the front than in the back. Again, I would rather stab you in the front than in the back. What does that mean, ED? That just simply means, it, it's an analogy, of course, you know, I don't literally mean I'm gonna stab somebody, but what I'm saying is, Whatever I got to say about you, I'm going to say it directly to you. I don't need to go around to John or Sam or Susie and say what I can say to you directly, whether good or bad. Um, and it's not being boisterous. It's just saying, why do that? And then you, you hear it from one of those people and the communication is messed up. You played that game, family. If you haven't, there used to be a game when I was coming up 
And this taught me a lot about communication. And how it went was, is that everybody, I mean, well, excuse me, there was two games about that. So I, I'm going to give you the one that uh, now that just hit me is, you, you would tell somebody something, they would tell the next person. By the time it got down the line to the last person, what the first person said, it was irrelevant. What do you mean irrelevant? What I mean is it, it didn't even, it, it was nowhere close to what that person originally, the first person originally, originally said. So family, um, I say all that to say that when you are working on a project that is challenging and risky, get excited. I know it doesn't seem like it, but you're going to learn so much from this and that you're going to, it's actually going to allow you to be a better project manager. Point number six, you know, two things that I love about project management is what? communication and collaboration. But note, this is not about communication. However, it is, what is your approach to team leadership and collaboration? Listen, your mentor should be able to give you a framework of how they lead. Um, some, some project managers micromanage. Some people, uh, some project managers manage and they don't lead. There's, as you know, there's to two different things when you manage and you lead. When you lead, you lead to inspire, to motivate, to groom, and to grow, and to be someone that they can count on, not just when it's, when times are good, also when times are bad. Lean on me. When, okay, you didn't pay for my sink. Okay. Anyway, family, uh, also the collaboration. Collaboration for me is just, I love collaboration. Like, I, I, I dislike when some, I love when all the titles are left outside the door and we find a way to work collaborative. I love when all the titles don't make it to the table and we can, and we can sit there and talk openly and without feeling nervous or scared that I may say something that you don't like and now all of a sudden, and I'm saying this in a professional manner, meaning let's say I'm saying, hey, well, maybe we need to push this, uh, we need to, um, let's say fast track this, this schedule by add, by either um, adding more resources or, or whatever it may be and you don't balk at me, we have an intellectual conversation around it of why maybe it won't work or maybe why it will work. So again, collaboration for me is, uh, that's one of the things I always look for in any organization that I, that I work at because of the fact of I know the power of it when everybody is moving at one accord. Uh, it really helps. It helps a lot too when you have great collaboration because you can resolve conflicts faster because the person knows that you have their best interest at heart. And then at the end, you're able to drive team performance. My last and final, um, my last and final point here was the last and final question. I believe again, this is just me that you should ask your your project mentors. How do you manage the triple constraints, which is scope, time? cost as well as quality. And what I've done and for me uh, is what I've learned of how to manage that appropriately is making sure you have the right supporting documentation, following, looking at that documentation, if not every day, every other day, sending out um, updates of kind of where if people owe you things and they're falling behind. So basically I, I'll say regarding the triple constraints, triple constraint, <laughs> It's just making sure there's accountability there and that you have tracking in place, you have organization in place, and this allows you to 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 really have an optimal uh, resource utilization, meaning that because you're, you're paying attention to these triple constraints and you know, okay, this resource I'm gonna need maybe 
you know, a month from now. So I need to start making sure we can get ahead. So when that when that resource comes available, we can connect and then boom, let them do their part, then boom, and move them off the project and then keep and keep the project moving. So family, I hope this helped you today. Bring your boy D. Till next time I'm out.